Shut up and sit down. This is Elite Rugby Panther, and today we check out the number one team from South Africa last year, the Lions. Have a good one. But going from last to first, uh, we're going to talk about the best team in the competition. They just haven't won a title yet. You know, it's fine. Alex, you're going to be doing yes. the Johan Ackermann-less Lions for us. So, yes. So yes. Tell, us, tell us about um, what the Pride of Johannesburg, what we, we can expect from them this year. Well, um, thank you, Adam. As you've just pointed out, the main change, um, obviously, is Akka Senior and Akka Junior having left South Africa for Gloucester. Um, So he was, you know, obviously a very widely respected coach, despite not having all that much experience. Um, Although, I mean, I'm a little bit annoyed that he has left as as something of a neutral, because I actually find it quite difficult to judge how good a coach really is a lot of the time. Mm. Um, and you can't really tell if it's he's a good coach or he's got a good team or whatever. So I would have really appreciated seeing like another two or three seasons of him at the Lions with a few more you know, diverse squads to see what he could do. But anyway, um, he's gone and Space to Brain has been elevated. Um, so he's obviously from within. He's part of the structures. And um, if, from everything I've read, we're just going to see more of the same in terms of the coaching approach, which is only a good thing, of course. I won't go through every single transfer. I'll just highlight the a few key ones. Um, what I see is a key is sorry. Uh, no, I'm going I. Yes. Sorry. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> sorry. Uh, my I'm not up to date with my street lingo. Um, so the one of the main transfers out actually that's kind of slipped under the radar a little bit is the loss of Akifanimova, the angry warthog, to yeah. sharks. Um, yeah. I know that he, he was he was never going to start, but like he really puts the impact. In impact player, like he was always so good off the bench. Mm. Um, I'm a huge fan, and I'm actually quite a big fan of Robbie Kutsi as well. Uh, but I don't think he's got anywhere near the same impact that Aka had. Mm. So that's quite a big loss, I think. Then we spoke about Akaman Senior, but Akaman Junior leaving is also quite a big loss, actually, yes, because that, that's, that's not the second. That's not the second mind side that they've lost in the last couple of years. Most upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. After after losing um, Tecklenburg last year, or the beginning of last year. And I think everyone was kind of hoping that Ackerman Jr. was going to really cement his place at number seven for the Lions and maybe stake a claim there for the box. But unfortunately, we will be deprived of that. That's a big shame. And together with him, Fabian Boyson's also left to apparently the Southwest District Eagles, which is really weird because I thought that Fabian Boyson was a good player. But he, he didn't get transferred or anything. They cut him, like they, they dropped him. They did not renew his contract. And he then ended up just picking up a new one with the Eagles. So you can't blame the player. Um, mm. But I, yeah, a very strange, a very strange move from the Lions. But uh, I'll touch on that in a moment when I'm done with the transfers. Um, Fifty Clerk out to sell Sharks. Obviously a huge loss. I know he isn't everyone's cup of tea, and he's not the most technically sound scrum off. But you can't deny his value, and he is a Springbok after all. So mm. that he's going to be sorely missed. Um, and then Jakob van der Volt, who was always just like a threat great squad player and like just a really good guy to have covering fullback and fly half um, so that I think is the only other big transfer out and then no material transfers in there's some guy called Christian Mayer from the Griquas who I'm not familiar with um, and that's it they haven't bolstered their squad at all which is a very strange move I mean I know obviously they were top of the log last year so why change a winning formula but 
you know, I've just listed at least two or three good players who've gone. You'd think they would have tried to shore up the gaps a little bit. Um, so, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe I can now touch on what I think are going to be some of their, their strengths and weaknesses. Um, strengths, yeah, strengths, they've got an, obviously an amazing core of Springboks, any of whom any other team in the country would be lucky to have. But the big names, obviously, Malcolm Marks. Yeah. He's right up there um, with Dan Coles, kind of in and out of fitness. I reckon Malcolm Marks is, is up there with, with Augustine Kivy's top two hookers in the entire competition. Then Mostert, very, very handy second rower. He's a bit of a journeyman by this stage, um, and he's incredibly valuable to the, to the tight forwards. Wifey's back, which is going to be a huge lift for the team. Mm. I think... I think I can't remember we spoke about it a little bit, but I think we're all expecting him to take over the captaincy, which is great news because his real value is as a leader. Yeah. Um, so that's going to have a real sort of intangible positive um, effect. Then Alton, I mean, he's the hinge for the Lions. Like they they live or they die on Alton Yankees, um, which as we saw with the box last year is not always a good uh, gamble. But anyway, they've staked themselves to him, and he's been good for them and club colours. So. There's no reason to, to doubt him at this stage. Then, yeah, I mean, pretty much the whole backline, really. Like, they've got Springboks or Springbok hopefuls all the way from from 9 to 15. So anyone, I don't, I don't even know who's going to play exactly. The the centres is a bit of a gamble. But whoever they pick, I think he's going to do well. So I'd like to see Jansen van Rensburg and probably Harold Foster in the centres. And then, I guess, Mapu in the wing... And Combring fullback uh, is what I'd like to see, but Andres Kutia also very handy at club level. Then very quickly weaknesses. I'm not a, I'm not entirely sold on their lineout to be honest. I think they've got a very good scrumming pack, but not necessarily a very good lineout pack. Although it is going to be a lot better with Whiteley back because he's a great jumper. Marks yeah throwing is his weak part, so we'll see. Then the only other weakness that I could really pick up on, other than the coaching change, to be honest, and you guys can can shout at me if I'm wrong. I, I really question their depth. Having lost Ackerman, we're looking at a, a loose trio of Creel, Brink, and Whiteley. And I don't know. And they Quaker. were saying today. They were saying, they were, yeah, they were saying today that the sevens that Quacker is going to be back there, which is great. Hmm. I don't think Quacker is going to start. I think, I don't think I don't see him eating out any of those three. So Quacker is going to be on the bench, which is great because he is a great bench player. But what happens when one of them goes down? That's what I'm wondering. So Brink, who's now the third blindside in three years, three or so years. If he goes, if he gets injured, what are we looking at? We're we looking at Krill going to the blindside and Quacker playing open side because that's not balanced, not with Whitey. Um, and oh, I, I don't know. Good. You think it's all right? Well, yeah, yeah, but you you need then you need your locks to step up and carry a bit more, and then your props to up their work rate. Like it's it's manageable, and and you do get benefits out of it because like. Um, Quokka and Creole playing together like they they all over the field. Hey, they play like four players. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, no, it's true. And I'm like, and I I think that I see a lot of value in that. But then with Whiteley, who's obviously quite a linking kind of eighth man as it is, he's, he's already a bit of a ranging eighth man. Like, I just feel like you've got all your eggs in the one basket. Like, if you're running out into a, a really sort of sodden pitch in Auckland, um, I don't know how far that's going to get you. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to fail. I'm just, it's a little concerning for me. Um, mm. And you know, similarly, obviously, they're stacked at the centers. But, you know, with um, with Jakob van Valt leaving, if Alton goes down, 
I don't know. I mean, who, who have they got to plug up the gap? Maybe Combrink or uh, I don't know. So I'm just seeing a little bit of, of issues with depth, I think. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It, and also also Scorsan's out now for yes. I think the rest of the season. Yeah, he tore yeah. tore so, something in tra- like ACL or something like that in training. Yeah, so so straight away that that does question is one of those centers going to actually move to wing? Because I yeah. know I know mm. we we talked about it a lot kind of privately. I would like to see Jan van Rensburg have a crack at wing because I think if he if he gets the ball at any sort of depth, he could end some careers. So. I think so, I think Mapu is better at wing. Uh, I think his kicking game is a little bit better than Van Rensburg, and I think I'd probably trust Mapu more, more over under a high ball compared to Jans Van Rensburg. And he's so destructive. So him and Forster at centre is just it's, it's carnage. Hard old mm. sick lines. Forster Oak runs great lines. So. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he is. Um, but I mean, look, there's also like you got guys like Formink and Mahuza who have not once embarrassed themselves yeah, in a Lions jersey. So back as well. I think, that, yeah, Nisi, who really, like, in, at any other club, he probably would have had, you know, a good a good few solid seasons under his belt. But And, I mean, like, this is also the, the union that forced Stockies Hanukkah out of its mm-hmm. doors just because they were they were so fully stocked at centre. Um, so know. I'm not worried about the back line, really. It's, but, yeah, the halfbacks, a little concerned about depth. And maybe in the in the forwards, but yeah, maybe that's just me being paranoid. No, no, no. I think I think it's it's fair comment. Like um, injuries are like I know we we talk about all the time, but injuries are very very significant in Super Rugby. Often, like Super Rugby success comes down to getting lucky with injuries, but also obviously you can you can prepare for that with squad depth and. It doesn't seem like they have a huge amount of squad depth looking at this now. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like letting Ackerman and Boyson go in the same transfer window, that, just, that was really weird. I was so surprised when Fabian Boyson left after we all knew uh, Ron Ackerman was leaving. So I thought he was going to be the, the backup blindside for Brink. So, um, I don't know, I would have expected to see them picking up like, just a couple of guys from like the Kings or, or the Cheetahs, like, why not pick up a guy like, like Andila and Sila from the Kings? What's example? his name? They've got a good, uh, Hinko Liebenberg, is he? Uh, Hinko. Yeah. What's his know. name? Yo, yo, yeah. they, they have a good, yeah, right. yo, they, they could have picked him. What, what I was, um, I was speaking to a guy at golf the other day who was maybe a bit, a bit aggressive on this subject, but he was saying, no, Ma- Malcolm Mark should go play six. What? No, no, no. Let's move on. Let's move on. But I thought I'd put it. I'd just put it on the table. No, we shut up. Well, I'm. Let's. Well, let's talk about. uh, Let's talk about predictions. Uh, You kind of waded into the strengths and weaknesses, Alex. So, I mean, if anybody wants to elaborate on that, they're more than welcome to. Where do you think the Lions um, will will end up in this African conference? Uh, Top the log, yeah. Top the log. You reckon? Oh, okay. Um, I, I guess then Ben and I are interested to see what Ben says since, since we're both uh, Lions fans I think the point that Ruan Ackerman's departure, massive um, I, I do agree, we're a little bit short at flank Kyle brings quality, though he's a guy more in the mall of Yucca Creel and so I, I do kind of agree with him, I'm a little worried about flanks and, and our loose forwards specifically otherwise, generally speaking, we've got a lot of continuity yeah, we're pretty much relying on Elton not getting injured. Sean Reynolds 
he's alright. I know I just could see maybe my player at 10. Um, I just hope Ron Jens van Rensburg doesn't get injured again. Uh, Corsan getting injured is a bit of a hammer blow. So I expect more of the same from the Lions. I think in a couple of positions you you do make good points about depth. Overall, due to the fact I think they'll sneak first over the Sharks, mainly due to continuity. And, as, and being a Lions fan, I just kind of wonder if this is the last year, you know, before the squad starts breaking. Yeah, maybe with World Cup coming, we'll be able to hang on to guys like Creel, who's one of my favorite players. But I kind of feel this team really needs to take its chance now. So first, but we shall see. And a few injuries in key places, we might struggle uh, a little bit. Uh, ben, uh, what do you think about the Lions' chances? Uh, yeah, as I, I mentioned this, maybe in the Forgotten podcast, but um, <laughs> winning, winning... That's what it's called now, the Forgotten podcast, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we can just say whatever we want, like whenever, whenever stuff comes up, like... Oh, Torti was going. Torti was going to write a letter. Surely we, we mentioned that. Yeah, in the we, forgotten yeah we called we this. Yeah, we, we called this weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, maybe in a forgotten one, maybe in a remembered one. But how how winning is a habit. Yeah, and you, you, yeah, get, you get into. We a, said that last week. Yeah. Yeah, you get into a frame of mind. So I think the Lions' first three games this season, first three to five games, are so important. If they can win and get on a streak again, I think they're going to be. They're going to be very hard to stop this season, even though I would say the Sharks debatably have a stronger team. Mm. I think if, if they manage to carry on the momentum they built last season, they'll, they'll take first. But if they, if, they, if they slip up a bit, get a few injuries, I think they'll, they'll be finishing second-ish. So I'm going to say, because I've learned to check my expe- expectations, I think... Ben, he will return shortly. That's he. And the greater numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the greater numbers. Do you think he was going to say that? I saw he was hedging somewhat. Yeah. So. yeah, I think he was hedging for second. Yes. He was taking the coward's way out. <laughs> coward's mm-hmm. way out. Okay, we'll, we'll wait till Ben uh, comes back. I think we'll just Should be... I go so long? Yeah, I think go so long. And, and when Ben bursts back into the scene, we'll try to make a plan. Oh, there fuck, might be... he's just dropped. I've, I've just lost his... I see his... Little BL just disappeared on my screen. Yeah. Oh snap! Okay, we'll assume he said first or second. We'll need we'll need to carry on. There might be a typhoon in Mauritius that we do not know about. Matthews, and yeah. uh, and memoriam maybe, of maybe Ben. He was, maybe he's getting creative in how he expresses his thoughts and how the lines are going to do. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw it dropped. Oh, oh Ben, joint, joint, joint. Yeah, sorry, sorry, oh, I, got, I got dropped. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> actually making we're making predictions about where. Where you're going to pick the lines? Oh, oh, oh! So, so I was, uh, I don't know where, where I got to before I got you're, you're right there. The yeah, you're kind of like right there on the edge of, of making a call. Uh, uh, yeah. As a Lions fan, I've learned to check my expectations. So I'm going to say they're going to come second, but then they'll beat the Sharks in the playoff and win Super Rugby. All right, Matt. I don't know if um, losing for Mark Senior is as big a big deal because I'm sure he's left Swayze a good enough notebook to get no, them you mean, through. You mean Ackerman, right? Ackerman, sorry, not for Mark. Sorry, yeah. thank you. Uh, Ackerman's left a good enough notebook for Swayze to get them through at least this season with a decent <laughs> enough plan, which is maybe why he hasn't... Bruce Swayze is a signed. genius. He's a genius. Yeah, no, Swayze is, Swayze is a genius at reading. He's good enough at reading notes, I hope. So yeah, I think if they stick to last year's game plan, they'll just probably do just fine. And yeah, I reckon there's probably up there one or two on the on the conference as well. Yeah, we don't do one or two. 
Ben, Ben, man. Yeah, come on. Put your, you've already Look, picked the Sun Wolves to win the Aussie once, Conference, yeah. so you've got nothing to lose. No, no. Ones was probably it for the Lions. I put Stormers at two anyway. Yeah, jeez. All right. Well, it's, it's big calls. Big calls, Matthew, this week. Big calls, Matthew, this week. 